Welcome to the Boostly podcast. My name is Mark Simpson. This is series six, episode 15, and this is the final episode of this series. What I'm going to do in this is I'm going to go through the, my main takeaways. I'm going to recap on every episode that we have done so far in this series. And I'm also going to explain to you what I believe that the service accommodation people can learn from people from hospitality and what the hospitality world can learn from people in the SA world. Now, as always, you can go back and download every episode of this season by going to boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast. While you're there, please make sure you go and rate and review and subscribe. Whether you listen to it on iTunes or Spotify, you can uh, subscribe on all of those channels to the Boostly podcast. Uh, every time you do leave a review, it just means that we go further up the rankings, which has resulted in our biggest ever um, downloads, which is phenomenal. So much so now that I'm getting approached to do sponsorship for this podcast, which is very new to me, but it's muchly welcome. So thank you very much down, down to you. So what have we covered in this series? Very simply, we have spoken all about serviced accommodation. It's known as many forms, rent to essay or um, however you want to you, you wanna break it down. But service accommodation in, in simple terms is when you've got properties that are more city center based. People don't have to own the property to rent it out. And it's mostly people that do short stay rents. So uh, there's lots of different types of models and there's lots of people that are much more clever that talk about this than I, which episode one with Jason Living is the best way to go and learn about this. But quite simply, it's um, me right now. I could go and I could approach a, a state agent or a landlord in the area where I am now. And I could agree with the landlord a long-term rent, five, 10 years, however long you want to do it for. You will guarantee that rent for that time. And then what I then do is I take that property and I would approach businesses in the area. I would put it on Airbnb, booking.com. I'd create a website. I'd create a limited company. And I would then rent out that property um, to bring in bookings. And the the service accommodation model, the, the, the rent to SA model, is it can be very profitable if done right. Now, the reason why I invited the people that I did so on this series is because they're making waves in their industry and they're providing support, they're providing education, training, courses, mentorship to people that are getting started out. And I've been I've made aware of this world for the past sort of six to 10 months and I've been fascinated with it and it's been phenomenal to be able to dig in deep and sort of chat to these experts that I've have done in the series and much more, you know, there's, there's many more people that I have spoken to that I've not yet featured on the Boosley podcast. Hopefully I can get them involved in some way, shape or form in series seven when I come back to do so, but it's, it's been great. And there are a lot of things that people that are getting involved in service accommodation can learn. And that is why I wanted to sort of introduce myself and the Boostly and the training side that I do, the website design side that I do, and introduce them to the hospitality community. And it's been a great sort of amalgamation of everybody. So let's just recap 
on the series first and foremost. So episode one, like I mentioned at the start, we had Jason living. Now, um, Jason is probably one of the first people that I spoke to when um, I wanted to find out more about service accommodation. He was amazing in his time that he gave up and how he explained it all to me. And I've probably known Jason um, the most next to the guest in number two in this world. And he's opened a lot of doors to me, to a lot of people, which has been phenomenal. I will always be appreciative of the fact for this. The episode that we go through, it just talks about what is service accommodation. He breaks down every single aspect of it. He explains why people are moving towards this model and why it is very successful, um, which moves us on to nicely into episode two. Trish McGeer was the person who introduced me to Jason, uh, probably September 2018. I've known Trish for a couple of years now, thanks to another Facebook group that we are a part of. And Trish has had a, a fantastic career and is always um, adopting and, and sort of bringing so much value into the property world. Uh, she has actually got a course out and I'll make sure that I put all of the information about that course in the show notes. Um, I'm not affiliated in any way, shape or form, but I know what, what she does provide so much value and our people who are on that course and I can see from the feedback that I've been seeing that again, a lot of really good results from it. With Trish, what we spoke about was how to approach a landlord, how to approach a, an estate agent, how to pluck up the courage to go and try and get into this world because it is daunting. You'd be surprised at how many people um, will go on a, a training weekend, so to speak, will sign up to a course to find out more, but then don't actually do anything with it. Trish is fantastic at helping people go from A to B and sort of get the confidence up and have the material to then go to a potential estate agent to even get, them, get through the door. Number three, episode three, spoke to David and Amanda. Uh, from SA Angels, and um, they've got a really good following uh, on Facebook. Um, their Facebook group is fantastic, and they share so much wealth of knowledge just from their own experiences. Uh, David and Amanda's background is, is in property, and they've built up such a good portfolio, but now they uh, do coaching on the topic. But the reason why we spoke is all around outsourcing, how the by outsourcing the cleaning, uh, guest relations, so many different aspects of the business it has helped them grow. And now they actually founded SA Angels. So people that get into accommodation, short stay accommodation, doesn't matter what platform they use, whether it's Zivu or Tokeet or Super Control, free to book, you name it, you can hire them to take care of all of the guest relations, speaking to the checkout team, the cleaning team, all of that, which I think is a fantastic service. And I just can see it every single day in the hospitality community, in the Boostly Academy, people messaging me, how they're always saying that they haven't got the time. And it's all about finding out what to outsource. And if that's the route you want to go down, 100% recommend you go, first of all, Go back and listen to the episode with David and Amanda. And then if you want to find out more, reach out to them, saangels.co.uk. In episode four, I spoke to nine of Zivu. So Zivu is an up-and-coming um, channel manager, booking engine, property management service. And what I like about Naim is that he scratched his own itch. 
He's got plenty of properties that he manages with his team at Payments and he was getting frustrated with the property management system that he was using so much so and he's a very clever guy you know I, I love chatting to nine pretty much on a daily basis at the moment because he's always chatting to me about different things but when it comes to this incredibly clever guy and he's got a very good team behind him and he's gone and created a, a pms that is now live and people are using up and signing up to the properties in fact one of our latest websites that we have created for boutique rooms uses Zivu. And it's the first time I've been able to work with them alongside because we've been able to connect the website to the booking engine and it is working flawlessly at the moment. So there are a lot of property management systems out there. Uh, I recommend you go to boostly.co.uk forward slash PMS if you want to find out all about them. Reviews from real hospitality owners that are using it right now. And Zivu is one of them to, to add it to the mix. Um, still very much in the beta testing stage, which is great because it's flexible. Uh, I know that it's working directly with its members for new features, new designs, getting the bugs out. But also as well, it's a fantastic time to join. Um, I believe that if they stick to what they're trying to do, which I fully believe that they will do, then it will very quickly overtake some of the more outdated PMSs that are out there, uh, specifically in the service accommodation world. So definitely go and check them out. Z-E-E-V-O-U. Go to episode four. You can find out more about what a channel manager is. In episode five, it was the first time that I spoke to a lady that I have listened to her podcast, followed on social media for a long time. So I was fanboying out a little bit, but it was great to have Elaine Watt uh, from the HLS podcast on my podcast, which was great. We talked about how um, she got started in property, how Elaine um, created a podcast simply because she wanted to learn from the best. And podcast is a great way of doing so. Um, you can get them on, get people on your podcast, learn all the things, ask them the direct questions that you need. And that's how she's started. And it's grown and grown and grown ever since. And so it's, it's a great idea. And it's working really well for Elaine. And we chatted all things podcasting. We chatted all things about networking because she does so much more than just podcast. And again, one that I really would recommend that you check out. Number seven, I went away from property and I went into the world of MLM and invited Danny Clark on. Um, Danny, fellow Liverpool fan, um, unbelievably clever guy, although I wouldn't tell him that to his face because he'd get a big head. He um, has created a really outstanding business. I'm trying to think of the right word to describe it. Him and his wife, uh, Liz, have created such a great community, such a great group, such a great business. I mean, we're talking multi six figures, probably going into seven figure business, uh, all around helping people grow their business, network marketing business, doesn't matter what type of business, they are helping so many people in so many different avenues. And uh, their VIP life is definitely one I recommend that you check out if you are wanting to grow your business like tenfold. They're doing such amazing work. Um, I follow Danny, chat to him quite a lot. You know, um, I've known him for many years again, thanks to one of the groups that we we were both a part of um, a couple of years ago. We talked about how to network without being a spammy dick. And if your Facebook is anything like mine at the moment, 
because I'm getting more into the service accommodation world and because when they go on these training courses and they go on these things, they get told to just add people like shotgun approach on, on Facebook to network and to find potential investors. Danny and I wanted to discuss about this. We wanted to sort of break a few myths and share alternative ways of doing so. So I love this episode. He broke down some really big stories, um, something that I never knew about with, with Danny and he shared a lot. Um, and again, I think this is one of the core essential videos that you go back and tune in on. You can watch them back on the YouTube channel, on the Facebook page, Boostly UK, or you can go to the podcast, real simple, boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast. There's a full blog post being done around that episode. So you can go and check out and find out more about Danny. Episode eight, uh, Sally Kemba from SA Secrets podcast. Again, another podcast that, I tune in on, I listen in. And the reason why I love Sally is because she's basically documenting her journey, um, why she started her love of art, um, why she chose Progressive as the training company that will teach her more about property and all the other things, um, why she chose Rob Moore as a sort of mentor and why she believes that he's the right guy for her. And you know, we talk about a lot of different things in this episode. Another good one for you to go and check out, especially if you're on the progressive bandwagon. Uh, episode nine, we then started uh, part one of the Touchstone Education Guys. Uh, Gordy uh, was fantastic to interview, so be so positive, and he shared some really effective tips on how to get bookings um, for your uh, essay property. One tip, in fact, that he shared which you have to go and tune in to find out what it is, is one that I am sort of just forwarding on to other people when they say, I can't get bookings. This one tip, which takes maybe two hours of your life, is worked phenomenally for him. And I guarantee that it will work for others. And I know other people are adopting this tactic because I have seen in the Facebook groups because they've been tagging me in and Guardian to say that they are doing this. So go check it out, um, 100% that episode, episode nine with, with Gordy fantastic guy um you know he's he's uh, he's so full of positive and, and, and his brand personal brand right now is, is is really good uh episode 10 possibly some could say we have an unknown in the service accommodation world but it's definitely one to keep an eye on adam um is somebody that i actually went to stay with in birmingham back in june me and laura went down we had a couple of kid free days and adam kindly invited us down in exchange for a, a coaching call, which we did, and it was phenomenal. And, and I actually went and met Adam, and we just discussed in our podcast episode what he does that's different from everybody else. And we go down the route of hospitality. We go down the route of how he gets feedback from his guests pre, during, and post stay, and how it has helped him get so many bookings based on referrals how he has grown his corporate bookings by adopting the methods that he has brought him from his corporate career. Um, and, you know, he still, he still does his consulting work on the side and his essay business is growing and growing. He's hiring staff. He's getting on new properties in Birmingham and, you know, he's got big goals. So um, if you're currently at maybe the, the level that you want to grow, then I definitely recommend you go and check out Doubling back very quickly, uh, David Dyack, 
in episode six, we, uh, I chatted to David and again, what I have loved about this whole in like interviewing people is that I've met people now that I chat to on a pretty much a daily basis. And David is one of those guys. Um, David and Matt, his business partner, are now part of the Boostly Academy because they want um, to, to basically always be fine-tuning their skills, which for me is like amazing that I get to work with, with David and Matt on this. But they have grown their business like so fast and so quick. And they now are in a position where they can show people the systems and the structure that they're putting in place. And a big part of what they do is, again, outsourcing, building a, a virtual assistant team. And um, I've been really impressed with what they're doing. What I like about David is that he's documenting his business startup on Instagram. Uh, Instagram TV is where I seem to be watching a lot of it at the moment. And he's currently going through the process, hopefully, of um, acquiring a guest house, which is really interesting how somebody from the world of SA would take on a guest house. And again, it's going to be phenomenal to watch his journey. I really would recommend you go back and check out episode six, especially specifically if you're in the stage of scaling your business and growing. And we will talk about that later. Uh, episode 11, part two of the Touchstone uh, trifecta, as I like to call it, Paul Smith, um, head guy there. You'll see him a lot you know, really in-depth interview. He, he really talked about some some topics that I don't see many other people talking about, specifically when it comes around regulation, health and safety, the, the pitfalls if you don't get that. And again, we, 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 we touch upon a lot of things, um, how his first ever experience with service accommodation was somewhere close to home to me, in, you know, in Middlesbrough. Um, so yeah, really, you know, really good guy. He knows his shit. This guy is he's from the corporate world. You know, he's, he's you know, he's, um, I was quite intimidating, if I'm perfectly honest, speak before speaking to him and during speaking to him, just because he's a, a, a very knowledgeable guy. And what they do at Touchstone, um, I'm fully confident that anybody who goes through their program is going to succeed in, you know, watching what they do at Touchstone, speaking to people like Shelly, who does the marketing there and, and many others. I know that they've got such a cool thing going on and hopefully one day I'll get down to the offices at Doncaster and get to meet Gordy and Shelley and Paul and everybody. Episode 12, Ahmed Khan, again, really interesting character, uh, part of the progressive crew, does a lot of his own thing, but we spoke about how he runs his whole business just from his iPhone. Um, Again, he has built systems and structure in place. He, he attributes Guesty as a big part of him being able to run everything, all of his properties, which I think is, from what I remember, coming in at 40 plus um, due to that. In fact, now that he's grown that, he's systemized it, he's structured it, he's now looking at going into other aspects of, of property, you know, buying and flipping them and all those things. And again, the... This podcast episode, he's done quite a lot on this topic, but I wanted to delve into other things, find out his mindset around this whole books that he reads, you know, quotes that he goes by. And, and again, I, I love this chat. Um, I thoroughly recommend you going and checking it out. Episode 13, uh, Benjamin Portsmouth came into my world purely because when I was doing the research for Gordy, um, ben reached out to me. He's a good friend of Gordy's for many a year. And um, I asked him some questions that I could ask Gordy that would throw him off. To be fair to Ben, I think he let him off lightly because Gordy absolutely smashed it in the interview. Um, but after it, me and Ben got chatting. 
found out that Ben is uh, an expert marketer. He teaches property people loads of direct booking tips, which is right up my alley. So got Ben on. We spoke in length about many different ways of marketing tips and tools. And I really, you know, this is close to my heart. You know, I geek out on all things marketing. So when we were able to do this chat, absolutely loved it. And again, he's ex-Touchstone. He's, he's actually Paul Smith's son. Uh, he's now got his own digital marketing business up and running. So again, I thoroughly recommend you check that one out. And finally, the one before this one, the penultimate episode, I chatted to part three of the, the Touchstone Trifecta. Abby, Abby um, is just one of those infectious characters and I've been trying and trying and trying all all summer to try and get Abby on the podcast. We're able to work out a date. In fact, that when we spoke, Abby was in Italy. Um, she was doing a week away with the Touchstone crew, going through so many things. She was writing a book. She's an extremely busy lady, but she very kindly put out set time aside to chat to me about how she chooses locations. Now the locations, like I said at the start, service accommodation is predominantly in built up cities because that's where the assumption is where you're going to get the most bookings. Abby has taken a different route. She's got properties in Bakewell. She's got properties in Whitby and she's going to go to the lakes and you know, she chooses her areas based on where she would take her kids for a holiday. And I love that. And you know, there's a little bit more tactical <laughs> based on, on that, but what she has done to grow her portfolio and what she has done to now, you know, writes books on this and she's teaching people alongside Gordy at Touchstone, you know, an amazing, amazing character. And I really recommend you go and follow Abby and everybody on all the social media channels, go and reach out on, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can go to the booster.co.uk forward slash podcast to find out more about the individual channels and what they're doing and the downloads. Uh, we've got so many free downloads as part of last season uh, from Trish's Cuddle Checklist to, you know, Abby's book. Um, Paul and um, Gordy all had books that, uh, to sort of give away, which was fantastic. Adam was offering out uh, some 15-minute free calls. And, you know, that's just off the top of my head. There's, there's so many more in there, but again, I, I recommend you go and check out. So that's everybody, all 14, 15 people, if we include David and Amanda, who both joined us in there. What I wanted to do next, as part of the next part of this podcast, is to give you my takeaway. Because I've interviewed everybody, I've listened to everybody talk about growing a business, starting a business, what SA is, and how to scale, how to outsource, how to get bookings, how to you know, source your properties. And I... I've listened to everybody and I've loved it. I really have done. But there definitely are some things that I have picked up on from the world of SA, from chatting to a lot of people. Because on the back of doing this, I get a lot of people send me messages. Mark, I am based in wherever. I'm having trouble with here. How can you help? And, you know, maybe 100 people have contacted me over the course of the last sort of nine months since we started 2019, since I started to come into the SA world. And what I have realized, and this is the main difference between hospitality world. And when I say hospitality world, I mean bed and breakfast, uh, hotels, small hotels, small rental properties, you know, farm stays. That's my, 
that's the world that I'm coming from here. And now that we're bringing in more people from the service accommodation world, one of the big things that I have noticed and the big problem, one of the big questions I ask is, what is the level of direct bookings that comes in? Now, that should be, on average, maybe about 30 to 50%. You know, at worst, you're sort of talking 20%. So 20% direct bookings. Um, now, what I was noticing, and when I say direct booking, I mean an owner booking, not one that a third party brings to you. So a direct booking, somebody calls you, emails you, or books via your website. That's a direct booking. When I was chatting to service accommodation people, the average of direct bookings coming in is 5%, just 5. 95% of all of their bookings are coming in from a third party, whether that is booking.com, Airbnb, an agency that they are working with, whether it is Silverdoor or any of those sort of things. Somebody that they're paying commission to. And bearing in mind that when you do the service accommodation model, you have to pay rent to the landlord. And that could be anywhere between 400 to 600, 700, 800 pounds a month. So your profit is being heavily cut into by these third parties that you work with. And these parties charge anywhere from 15% to 35% commission. So this is a big key thing that I want to be helping service accommodation people moving forward is their direct bookings. And a big way of doing that is by having a website that will work. Again, when it comes to getting the business up and running, they spend a lot of money and budget towards courses. And, you know, sometimes people spend thousands of pounds just learning this method and getting access to uh, templates then a lot of the budget goes on um, sourcing properties and then paying deposits down and doing all the things and paying rent. And then you've got to deck out the properties and kit it up so it's ready for service accommodation. What you'll find is that I reckon 95% of the budget goes towards that. And then they always think about website and marketing last, which if you think about it, this should be one of the first things that they think about because it's all well and good doing the training getting the property, buying all the things to make it all epic. But at the end of the day, if you've got all the gear and no idea and no one's booking your property, then you're going to be up shit's creek because then you've got bills to pay, landlords to pay, and you've got no bookings coming in. Now, when you go on the courses, and I'm not singling out any one course because everybody says this, when it comes to direct bookings or when it comes to bookings, they're all saying the same thing. Number one, put it on booking.com put it on Airbnb, you'll be sound. But the problem is, that's not the case. You may be lucky, you may get a lot of bookings come in, but you're still losing 15% every single time. And when it comes to a website, they either just don't have one, which is a massive no-no, or they're just relying on the free websites that they get with their channel manager. And again, I'm not singling anybody out, but Toki, Kygo, or whoever, They've got a free website. And at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. If you're going to pay nothing for a website, then you should expect zero results back. And again, this is what I'm seeing. I do a lot of marketing reviews. I've, done, I've probably spoken to 100 people, doing 
about 20, 30 marketing reviews and coaching calls for people in SA. And when it comes to the website and I ask, okay, so how many bookings are you getting from this? Are you using Google Analytics? It's zero. Nope, haven't got a clue what Google Analytics is. What are you doing? And again, if you want to be going from 5% direct bookings to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50%, begins and ends with your website. So that's number one. The big thing that I would say to anybody who's watching, listening back or watching this from service accommodation world is invest in a website. I'm not saying use me. You can use me. Go to boosted.co.uk forward slash websites. But there are a load of other alternatives. Just make sure that number one, it's a WordPress website. You know, uh, make sure that you go get a decent theme. We use Elementor. You know, I'm giving away our secret sauce. We use the Elementor theme here. So go and get that. Go and try and put it together. Don't go down the Wix route. Don't go down the Squarespace route because end of the day, that service isn't the best if you want to get to a level where you actually want to be working property. Go get a, a WordPress website. If you don't want to faff around with it, go to boost.co.uk forward slash website. Um, you can hire us to build one for you or you can go and purchase our structure that we've got and you can just fill in a simple form and then you've got a website on the back of it. And so many people are now doing this from the SA world. Um, if you want to go find testimonials and case studies, all you literally got to do is go to booster.co.uk forward slash website. We've got all the case studies, all our portfolios, who we're helping around the world and you, know, you can definitely get one there. But not only do you need a decent website, you need to be doing a lot of the other right things as in being present on social media, building up your email list. So when a booking comes in, doesn't matter where it comes from, you need to be doing everything in your power to be getting the guest's email list, getting permission. And when you've got permission, actually use it and be sending emails to encourage them to refer you to other people or to come back and stay with you again. And the main thing that I've noticed and guest two, Trish McGear said this amazingly, what people in the service accommodation or the property world need to know when you start to offer short stay accommodation, you're no longer property people, you are hospitality people. And again, I think one of the things that so many people forget about here is that you will live and die by your guest experience. Adam uh, in episode 10 explained this perfectly that you've got to, got to, got to, when you do this, you've got to make sure that you're thinking about your ideal guest. We call it the customer avatar, your customer demographic. You've got to be thinking who you're going to appeal to, who you want to get your property in front of, and how can you make sure your property is set up and marketed to those people. Now, not everything is wrong with the service accommodation world. In fact, there's a lot of things that I picked up that I reckon that a lot of people in the hospitality world can gather from this and then use for them. So guest house owners, farm state owners, rental owners, hotel owners, you need to be listening up right now because there are certain things that people in the service accommodation world that you can definitely learn from. Number one, 100% outsourcing, outsourcing your time. And in episode three, David and Amanda, we spoke about this in episode six with David Dyack, we spoke about this in length and, you know, Gordy talks about it at, Ahmed talks about it and so many other people talk about it, but it's building a virtual assistant team to take away the tasks that you don't need to be doing. Ahmed, um, when he um, started out, he just used Guesty because he didn't want to be always having to have his 
phone ping up with messages from his 40 different properties with guest check-in times or guest questions, etc. So he used his guesty and that took away that part of it. Now you may not want to use guesty, you may want to use Toki or free to book or super control or Zivu. Then and you don't want to do that work, then you need to go to SA Angels, David and Amanda. You know, you might want to speak to David Dyack about how to outsource with, with virtual assistants. And again, I think this is something that I know I speak to a lot of people, guest house owners and farm state people. And again, the, one of the biggest pain points, one of the big questions I ask is what's one of the biggest pain points right now? And they say time. And if your thing is time, then you need to be doing something about it. You know, we are time poor. You can lose all the money in the world and you can get it back. But one thing we can't get back is time. So one thing that I would love for all hospitality people to do on the back of this is to look at outsourcing. And if you are part of the Boostly Academy, well done. There's a full training video in there. If you're not part of the Boostly Academy and you want to read a free blog, please, please, please go and check out boostly.co.uk forward slash Tager. T-E-G-A. <laughs> Sorry, I'm homeschooling at the moment. And the way that we describe letters is so different how you do it in normal person talk. So apologies about that. So um, the other thing that I think that hospitality owners can learn from service accommodation people is the automation side of things as well. So it goes along out, outsourcing, but instead of relying on people, you're going to re- rely on things like Zapier. You're going to rely on things like IFT, IFTTT.com and all of the automation tools that are out there right now just to make your life easier with email triggers. So Ziva, we talked about this with, with Nine, um, not having to manually do all of the work. There are still people out there that are listening to this that I guarantee will have a paper diary. Paper diary should not be a thing in 2020. Everything needs to be automatized. Everything needs to be online and everything needs to be up in that, that cloud. And that is my big takeaway. And that's the things that I think that people from the hospitality world can learn from service accommodation and what people in the service accommodation can learn from hospitality. Now, what I would love is for you to interact. Like I said, we had over 2,000 people download and listen to the podcasts in the last month alone. There are a lot of people that are tuning in who are reaching out to me and sort of saying that they're going through the back catalog of podcasts. They're learning all the things, which is amazing. But I want to know what you have listened to and what you are putting into practice. So you can reach out Facebook. Um, it is at Boostly UK. Send a message, let me know. You can email me, mark at boostly.co.uk. You can get in contact on Instagram. I love Instagram I'm on a daily basis, at Boostly UK. Twitter, at Boostly UK. LinkedIn, you named it, or I'm on there. I want to know what your takeaway has been from this season. I want to know what you've put into practice, who you've reached out to, who you follow, what advice you've taken on board, and more importantly, the results. As always, um, I love to hear and get your emails and find out what you're doing. So please do get in touch. And before you finish this episode of the Boosted Podcast, go to wherever you listen to this podcast. Go rate and review and subscribe because I'm on a mission now. I'm consistently climbing the charts and I'm consistently increasing downloads on a month by month. I want to make this a regular thing. So much so that I'm not going to take a break between season six and season seven. I'm going to start straight up. And for season seven, we're going to go back to the normal format. It's going to be hospitality in general, short stay accommodation in general. And I'm going to reach out to experts. Um, And I've got some pretty amazing guests lined up already for season seven. So you can come in 
people from the bed and breakfast world, you can come back. People from the hotel world, you can come back. The farm stay people, you can come back. Rental accommodation people, you can come back. And you can combine with the service accommodation people and you can all join in and listen and, and take away. Of course, go and check out the Hospitality Community Facebook group. We are, we are just surpassed the 3,000 member mark, which is amazing. It's the best Facebook group for hospitality owners all over the world to have a rant, share tips and advice. And I've even got five core videos in there that you can watch to improve your direct bookings. So again, just find my page, go to Hospitality Community, search in Facebook, and you'll be able to find that. But for me, this is the end of season six. I just want to say thank you so much to Jason, to Trish, to David, to Amanda, to Naim, to Elaine, to David, to Danny, to Sally, to Gordy, to Adam, to Paul, to Ahmed, to Ben, and to Abby for helping me put it all together. I really do hope that you've enjoyed it. And as always, I'll be back for another episode very, very soon. Mm-hmm.